KPLY. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of In the Studio. I'm Theo. And I'm Jared. And today we're going to be talking about the 2017 Chinese action movie Wolf Warrior 2, not one. Nice. So, yeah, we kind of skipped one, and there's actually a lot of references to Wolf Warrior 1 in this movie, but general mm-hmm. consensus from critics and audiences alike agree that Wolf Warrior 2 is just significantly better than yeah. Wolf Warrior 1, which is why we are skipping Wolf Warrior 1. Mm-hmm. You can jump into 2, because they give you enough context within the movie, I think. Yeah. There is some expo- there's, um, a lot of exposition in the beginning, because they do have to explain what kind of happened in Wolf Warrior 1, yeah. but then... They do a good job, like, all the information you need is there. Yeah. And, like, it is a direct continuation of Wolf Warrior 1, but they, they give you enough information to where you can probably assume what's happening mm-hmm. at all times, pretty much. I feel like some of the emotional payoffs are a bit worse because you don't know these characters that are, like, yeah. going through their tough times after the uh, events of the first movie, which was a war. Um, but overall, like, it's pretty, it's pretty watchable throughout. So mm, without context, I, yeah. in the first I movie. don't think you need to watch the first movie, and I personally haven't even watched the first movie. Me too, but we could review that at a later date if you guys want us to. But anyways, let's give you a brief plot summary for Wolf Warrior Two. Uh, basically, the entire movie takes place in Africa, and Wolf Warrior, or his Chinese name Lung Feng, is um, he's trying to find the person who killed his girlfriend, and then he has these bullets which he wears throughout the movie, and he's basically trying to track the guy who fired this bullet, basically. Yep. And, oh, there's something about, there's, like, a civil war going on. Uh, there's, like, a virus. And then a bunch of stuff's happening. Yeah. Basically, and just, Africa's just in a situation where a lot of action scenes can happen because yeah. there's, like, viruses going around. There's a, there's mercenaries um, mm-hmm. trying to kill, like, famous political figures in order to gain power. Um, the Wolf Warrior is basically, like, kind of a drunk. He's kind of, like, lost it in yeah. the beginning. But he's the only one who can, like, help because basically all the other countries have pulled out because of the Civil War, including the Chinese, which can't enter. So yeah. Wolf Warrior is the only one who can uh, help save these civilians. Oh, yeah. Also, um, the Wolf Warrior is, like, a super special ops crazy. He's like Tom Cruise, yeah, but Chinese. Chinese. <laughs> yes. mm. um, I, think, I think that's all you need to know for the plot. So, all right. I don't know. Do you want to talk about, like, let's just split it up into, like, pros and cons. I, oh, I don't think characters are, like... Yeah, special. <laughs> characters. I don't think you need to specify characters. Um, I would say like a pro of the movie is not like the characters like as as they're written, but just like the actors. I think the actors like they have very committed performances. They like, overact a lot. Definitely overact a lot, but I think like in this movie you can tell that everyone's having like a really fun time. Like yeah. there's a lot of passion. Yeah, in there's this a project. lot of fun in this project and for then, sure. Like, you can see with with the behind-the-scenes, too. Basically, like, everyone's just, like, goofing off in this movie. Like, in, like, a serious way, though. Like, they're trying to make a really good movie. And I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Let's see. So, I mean, we can just talk about the pros of this movie first. I think it's, like, it's pretty undisputed that this movie has some great action scenes. Oh, yeah. I don't think anyone would tell you otherwise. There's, like, <clears throat> a lot of action in this movie. There's chase scenes. There's just, like... I think it starts off, like... It starts off with a really cool like underwater underwater fight scene, yeah. and it, the way they film it, it looks like it's all in one take, which is just like sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they always use transitions of like bubbles, like bubbles yeah. passing through, <laughs> to like transitions. So the editing is really smooth. Mm-hmm. The fighting is really clean. You can usually tell what's happening in the fight, which mm-hmm. is like my favorite part of a fight scene. Oh yeah. Because when spacing and like 
like shots constantly keep moving and like the spacing constantly keeps shifting it gets really distracting for me and there are some moments in this mm-hmm. movie where that happens but yeah um for this first scene it almost never does actually it feels mm-hmm. very consistent and then um like I, I would say the weakest fight scenes are probably just like the all-out war scenes where it's like two armies just like fighting against each other yeah those scenes just they kind of feel a little they feel bloated yeah a little bloated a lot of a lot of gore in this movie um, oh yeah, for sure. Rated R. Yeah, it definitely doesn't say rated R. Rated anything. It's like rated <laughs> Don't R. take your kids to this movie. Um, but I have to say, like after that first initial war scene, the action scenes get much better once they focus on Lung Fung and like there's a bunch of just like fist fights and stuff, and those are really well choreographed. I believe they got the what's it called the action choreographer from like a lot of he did like a lot of Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, but uh, he did like uh, I think Captain America or something like that. Then, oh yeah there's yeah, a lot like, of Captain America vibes like I feel like Captain America Winter Soldier vibes from a lot mm-hmm. of the hand to hand combat fights yeah and I'm then, not even sure if it's the same choreographer of that movie it just it just gave me those mm-hmm. vibes too it's like similar feel so I feel like yeah like movie. very like gritty very yeah, gritty. Like very gritty and then oh it's also starring Frank Grillo who's from Captain America Winter Soldier so that was, that's kind of oh, cool yeah. some, some Hollywood talent in this movie mm-hmm. and then he plays the main villain and then there's a epic like final like 1v1 showdown between him and Wolf Warrior in the end I think that's hands down the best fight scene in this movie yep like I would say that's probably one of the most memorable fist fights like I've ever seen like uh-huh. it's definitely like one of the most memorable it's a weird take I, I don't know I like what that fight say? too because I feel like that was one of the few fights with like actual stakes it mm-hmm. felt because it was like oh, yeah. this moment where like like uh, Long Fung right that's his name yeah Long yeah. Fung Long Fung like, he figures out like he, he it's, it's like you basically he has something to fight for and like you can kind of mm. see it like yeah. we're not gonna like give spoilers but um although i mean like you probably see it coming yeah no it, it's pretty obvious but like i don't know for him it's not i guess so then it's like mm. oh yeah now he has like a reason to fight you know like his, his suspicions are confirmed he knows what he's doing and that's the scene where i have to say like the acting even in the fight scene is really good because like yeah. you can see the anger and intensity in both of these actors uh-huh Although, I have to say, the mercenary guy who's, like, mm. um, fighting him, he's just, just, like, so weird. Like, he has nothing to fight for. Like, he just, for some reason, he just hates this guy, and he wants oh, to kill him. Oh, he hates the Chinese. No <laughs> he does? He hates, yeah. Like, so remember, he's just a racist? Um, kind of. Is that the whole point? I, like, okay, there's a quote in the end. I don't think this is a spoiler, but basically the, the main villain says, people like you will always be inferior to people like me. And then I think he was like, referring to the fact that he's a mercenary and Long Feng is, like, a, a military person. I don't think that's racist. Okay, I think I don't think he's actually like racist, but I think he maybe just has like a little bit of like superiority. Okay, maybe, but no, like yeah. he didn't. And it, I don't think it's like hmm. because he's Chinese. I think it's more of just like a cultural thing. He's like our military is like way more advanced than you guys are, and then like like we've been around for longer. We've been like what's it called like doing this stuff for longer. Like, that that thinks he's just more like trained and more advanced. And that it really does feel like you're just grasping for straws here. Uh, I don't know. Like, what do you? Okay, what do you? What did you think of that quote I, then? What quote? The one where he was like, "People like me will always beat people like you." Be infi- or like your people will always be inferior. I thought he was talking about the fact that he's like a bounty hunter with no boundaries, and this guy's like someone who values life because he's like a military fighter, right? And like oh, he's someone actually. who like okay, he can't like what's it called? Like he's like because um like Long Feng always plays fair, right? Like mm-hmm. he drops the gun, goes for the fist fight, and then this dude yeah. whips out a knife. Yeah. Right. So like. I think that's what he oh, meant. Yeah. I think I, he meant like people like you who are forced to, who feel like the need to play fair, mm-hmm. will never be, well, not never be, never succeed, right? Yeah, I, d- I definitely see that. 
And then I also think just on top of that, he's also hinting at the fact that like the Western civilization has like is like more militarized and like their military is more advanced than like the Chinese military. Mm. Or at least that's what this guy like is saying. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. We can, can that. we can move on to what's it called? Or do you want to talk about action more? Or you think we covered it? Uh, I think we covered it. One okay, we talked about like cons though. Are there any pros other than that? I don't want to like just move on instantly. Um, let's see. Pros, I think the this movie its biggest pro is probably just we said this earlier, but the amount of like passion in this project. You yeah. can tell that like everybody is very committed to this project. Oh, the stunt work. The stunt, oh, work, stunt is work is crazy. Is insane, and I'm pretty dude. sure the uh, the main actor does all his stunts. Because mm-hmm. from what I can tell, like he was doing some crazy things by himself. Oh, yeah. And like, they they don't use like weird wide shots. They're like close-ups like you can see his face yeah like there's like one shot where he's like jumping from a building grabbing a chain and swinging on it and like (laughs) you would think if anything that would be a Mm -hmm. stunt double but no that was him Mm -hmm. dude (laughs) this guy is literally just like chinese tom cruise Mm -hmm. oh he also directed the movie Mm -hmm. which explains a lot of the um like mary sue style of like writing where he's like kind of perfect he's very invincible he's like very invincible has crazy amounts of plot armor Mm -hmm. um oh and he sings a song too like, there's a song that plays in the middle in a very sad scene. Oh, yeah, he sings his own he song. Sing, yeah, he sings that song. Oh, my God. That's, uh, he's, that's he's just so, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Man. It's so weird. I think it adds to the, to the what's it called, the sure. experience, though, knowing that he's singing it. Also. Yeah, but I feel like that's just because you're, like, an in, like indie sort of, like, yeah. creator yourself. So, like, you see a lot of, like, you notice these things. Because oh, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I want to direct my own things. I want to act in my own things. And sing my own songs. <laughs> and, like, but you also, like, edit your own things, right? Oh, yeah. And that's something mm-hmm. he didn't do, probably. So, like, yeah. but I feel like there's a part of you that relates to that where it's, like, when it's your project, you feel, yeah. like, attached to it and you want to do as much as you can. Oh, yeah. I definitely empathize and, like, relate with him. Just, like, just like the – it's very inspirational, I think. Just, like, mm-hmm. a guy who – he basically funded this movie. He just – it was just his baby, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can tell he really wanted the movie to do. Uh, one more pro, I have to say, like I think the Chinese or these Chinese movies, they do a really good job of like making sad scenes. Like they are very over the top sometimes, but I think they know how to like pull just the right strings to make a scene like really sad. Yeah, actually, yeah, I, I agree because there were a lot of scenes where I was actually pretty invested yeah. in like, like the I'll scene give... solely because of like the music mm-hmm. and like the way it's shot and not because they know the characters oh, yeah. I didn't even know the character like two really good examples I think are the beginning scene where like they're waiting for their son to return home the yeah. family and then they like they have all the food and stuff prepared for like his like celebration the return yeah but then like when he never comes then it's just really sad mm-hmm. yeah that's at the beginning it's not spoiling yeah. at all I mm-hmm. don't think and then um, also at the climax there's a scene where of course like in every Hollywood movie there's a scene where they're all like beaten down and stuff and then like uh, you think they're going to be defeated. And then this is a common, like, action trope, but I think in this movie especially, just the way, like, all the sound kind of, like, cuts out, and then you just see, like, still shots. Or not still shots, but, like... Slow motion shots. Yeah, slow motion shots, where Lung Feng is, like, trapped under something, and then, like, he's just filming, like, what's happening, and then, like, the civilians are just getting shots, and then, like, the veteran guy he just, like, picks oh, yeah. up a brick, and then that's, like, really sad because you think he's going to die. And then, and then also like the people who see the video back at the the base oh, at yeah. the UN base, I think, mm-hmm. uh, they were all like crying too because they're like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is terrible. Like, we have to help. Yeah. And then it's like it's like a call to action, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like it's supposed to tell like, yes, the Wolf Warrior is like, uh, he calls people to action. Yeah, he inspires hope. And then it makes the next thing more inspirational. But then, the UN people basically like, I don't know, is this a spoiler? Basically, the UN people just come to the rescue. 
I mean, no, that's fine. Okay. I, don't, I don't think I don't think there's no one cares about the story. That's yeah, fine. but it's just it's very inspirational. Like, <laughs> yeah. they fire all these missiles and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, but yeah. Right. I, th- I think it's Khan's time. I yeah, think I think time. we've given this movie too much uh, love here. I think the first, like even I love this movie, but I would say the biggest con with this movie is just the special effects don't always hold up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, there's a lot of like they use the same nuzzle firing yeah, animation <laughs> for literally every gun. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what type of gun it is. It's just like that little like flashy like. Oh, you know? and the same like gun sound. Yeah. <laughs> and then also the what's called the bu- the blood spotters. Sometimes yeah, they're like over the top as hell. Like, Although I have as, to say, like, there's well. this one shot where like this girl, like her arm is all destroyed and stuff. That actually looked really good. Yeah, like, it was really like gruesome. Yeah, and, like, but then other times you should just see a guy get shot. He just explodes. Yeah, no, yeah there's like sad <laughs> scenes where like, people yeah. dying and bleeding out, and like yeah. it's a, you can tell it's supposed to be sad, but just the amount of blood that comes out of the body is just not accurate. Yeah. It makes it like really. It's hard to feel attached, you know? Because it doesn't I feel like a real person mm-hmm. when they're just bleeding out gallons and gallons worth mm-hmm. of, like, ketchup, you know? Yeah. Like, this is a movie where I think that, um, what's it called? Like, you know, I, I often say, like, a movie like Logan, it, like, relies on the gore for it to be good. Yes. For this movie, I think if they actually went with, like, a PG-13 rating and just had clean, like, PG-13 violence, it would still be like, just as enjoyable and just as fun. But I feel like that... No, I, don't, I disagree actually because I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of the over-the-top violence only worked because it was rated R. Like I feel like if the violence wasn't as over-the-top, it would just be like a generic action movie. Um, okay, it won't have. I kind of see like you're trying to say that like it's kind of it adds to like the what's it called? Because like, like PG, the cheese factor kind yeah, of. PG thirteen isn't just a rating that means like you mm-hmm. can't add that much blood. Like I feel like the scenes where people are just getting like mowed down would oh. not work in PG thirteen. Oh, yeah, I don't think the, what's it called? Like, the gruesome scenes definitely would not work. Where it's, you're supposed to, like, because this movie really tries to sell the war horrors, like yeah. the horrors of war. That would definitely would not work. But I think as an action movie, like, most of the action scenes with, like, what's it called? Like, for example, when Lung Fung is just infiltrating the base, I think that would have still been good with a PG-13 rating. And yeah. And a lot of just, like, a lot of the scenes which are just meant for the action and not for, like, the spectacle and not, the like, the, the war atrocity then I think those scenes would still work. Hmm. Yeah, I can see what you're saying, though, about how when they're trying to show the horrors of war, that would not work with all of the blood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, Any other cons of this movie? Yeah, okay. So right off the bat, the story is just it's not even <laughs> like a story. Like, if I were to summarize the story, it would be... It would just be, be, be me, like, reiterating, like, tons of weird plot points that happen mm-hmm. in, like, no particular order. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd be like, there's a virus... Mm-hmm. And then there's a doctor they need, but then they don't need the doctor because the doctor's gone. Yeah. But then they need the ner- but they need the daughter, but the daughter's getting cared for by a, a do- another doctor, mm-hmm. who's not the doctor but is a doctor. And like, her- I don't know what she does in the story except for be a love interest, mm-hmm. and like she she like heals people up. Of course, like I say that like it's a game. Like yeah. she'll patch people up. <laughs> the medic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she like patches people up because you know she's a doctor, she's a combat medic, and like. And a love interest, I guess. Like that's her entire role in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, like what? What else? What other story elements are there? There's like weird scenes where it's just like they're having fun, and then it's just really sad atrocity happens. Oh, just dude. like kill the mood. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so random. Like, dude, like I, the, I remember this like a quote like from one of the mercenaries. Like as he's like just like shooting the people, he's just like they're ants when you lift up a rock. <laughs> it's just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> just like what the? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the villains in this movie are so evil. Yeah. For me, I don't think that's actually like, 
a con though i think that's like it kind of adds to the it's just experience. cheesy yeah it's, it's just so <laughs> cheesy I, I can't even consider that a con it's just hilarious yeah but like the story itself is just like the opposite of cohesive yeah it's very convoluted mm-hmm. like then, like for example i still like i can uh learn new things when i watch this movie like, even though I watched it, like, 20 times, I was still noticed like, a little new thing. Like, yeah. for example, this last time I watched it, I realized that, like, the woman, like, the, the doctor, what's her name? Like, doc- oh, Dr. Rachel. Yeah, Dr. Rachel. I realized Rachel. her role was, like, in the end, remember, like, everyone was, like, almost dead. But then, like, after we see them all patched up when they're in the truck, I realized mm-hmm. that was, like, her, what's it called? She, like, like, fixed them all, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's them true. From, like, I, guess, I guess they did need, like, a... But they didn't need a nurse. Those people could have all died. Oh yeah, they didn't. Know? They didn't need it. But I'm just like using that example of yeah. how like little things which you pick up every time you watch it, not in a good way, but like there's just so much stuff happening that yeah. it's like hard to take it in all at once. Yeah. And then. No. Yeah, that, that's actually not bad. I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily mm. either. Just yeah. kind of like a oh, neutral yeah. thing. <clears throat> but um, yeah. I feel like another problem with this movie is definitely the uh, like the plot armor and like the mm-hmm. Mary, Su- or I guess it's called like the Gary Stew. Yeah. Sort of feel of the main character. It's like watching, like, what's it called? Like a Tom Cruise movie or something. Where yeah. he, like, jumps off a giant building, then just, like, rolls and, like, survives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, yeah, I agree. There's but a it's lot like... of action hero, like, cliches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Although, for me, I think, I actually thought this movie was really refreshing because, like, being really? a Chinese person and, like, seeing these cliches, but, like, with a Chinese hero, <laughs> I don't, this might just be a me thing, but, like, I just, okay. I don't know. I thought this movie spoke to me on a more personal level just because normally we don't see a Chinese guy in the main hero role, like, uh-huh. doing all these cool stunts and stuff, unless he's, like, a funny, like, side character, like, in a kung fu movie yeah, sure. or something. Yeah, But, yeah, I just thought it was kind of cool instead of Tom Cruise to just see this guy okay. Chinese. I mean, fair enough. It's, I can't discl- disprove that or you can't disclaim yeah. that. Like, yeah, <clears> oh, and that's that definitely very subjective, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. Hi, it's me, Robert. I didn't see you there. If you want to hear more of me, be sure to catch my podcasts at pallyradio.com and consider joining KPLY. <sighs> like, okay, I feel like I'm going to address the elephant in the room finally. Uh, okay. Because this movie is like high key, very sexist, all right? <laughs> now, at first, I thought it was like mm. woke. You know, I thought it was like the main character himself is like mm. on the sexist side, and it was supposed yeah. to be played like for. Um, to like see him develop and change as he like ha- communicates with Dr. Rachel mm. but he doesn't he says the exact same throughout uh-huh. the, whole, the whole movie basically and like in like in the very beginning basically she's driving and um he's like fighting people off mm. but then he decides to go like hey let me drive and then they switch seats and he starts driving and then mm. he starts fighting people again and then she has to take the wheel back from the passenger seat but uh-huh. you could have saved this whole hassle if you just let her drive the whole way you know and it's kind of funny because it's like he has to do everything right and he has to drive as well which is like it feels very like like tongue-in-cheek almost like satire it's like he's like so macho that he can't even let her drive when he's like shooting at people and that's why I thought it was like played for laughs I thought they were gonna like address this later but they almost never do Rachel never calls him out on it and like the one time she does ish it's like that one scene when she storms out of the car yeah only to come back because she's in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and it's like played to be like she's in the wrong and he's in the right which makes no sense mm-hmm. although I, I kind of saw that scene as in like it's kind of like a life or death situation so they're all kind of just in this together and I thought that was really the story's message where like basically everyone's just fighting together I mean sure it's, it's like forced to work together I guess That's a and good then also it, um, what's it called I think this movie American audiences are definitely gonna not like 
quite uh, aligned their values with the same like Chinese values because even us as like Chinese Americans we don't have like the same values as like mainland Chinese people and then like this movie it does what's it called it has like a lot of these really really Chinese values right Oh yeah, like, the ending. Yeah, <laughs> the Re- People's Republic of China for fighting with us. Like it was so random. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, but and like, then like like you were saying about like slights, like what's it called, like stereotypical roles for like women and stuff. Like I don't think the Chinese people see it as stereotypical. For them, it's like kind of just like chivalrous, right? Because I think like remember the scene where he says that all women and children get on the helicopter, and then like true. Dr. Rachel doesn't want to get on the helicopter, and he's like, no, you're like. Like, you have to get on the helicopter and be saved. Like, an American's going to be like, oh, that's sexist. But then to a Chinese person, then, like, he's basically just, like, saving them. Yeah, he's, like, a gentleman. Yeah. But, like, he's not saving them, though, because he's doing have to do the opposite. She's a doctor, right? So if she's saved, then mm-hmm. she's not saving other people, which is selfish. Well, it's kind of, this is, like, Boom. A, this is, like, the thing where Chinese people believe in, like, sacrifice, right? And, like, the men, basically, they were, like, sacrificing themselves for the women and children. That's true. So yeah. then, they're definitely, like... Our values might not align with it, but then for like a Chinese person, it's definitely just different worlds, right? Yeah, there's a lot of culture shock in this movie, especially with that. And like, although for me personally, I'm like, I consider myself like pretty Chinese. So then in that respect, it was like a little bit refreshing to see a movie without like very American values. To see a movie with very Chinese values. I'm not the type of person who is like, like, I need like feminist morals in my movies. I don't care. I rarely look out for that. And Mm -hmm. usually people are the ones calling me out and like not noticing these things. But in this one particular, it's like so obvious. There's even one scene where the guy is like dying. Like he's Mm -hmm. literally dying and he just, he drives himself and she's in the car. Even I have no excuse for that though. That, that was, like, like, so stupid. That's very... Like, you can't even call that chivalrous. That's just stupid. He's putting yeah. everyone in danger. Like, what if he just... He did actually faint while he was yeah, driving. Yeah, he crashed. And he, <laughs> he crashed, crashed, but no one died, thankfully. Yeah. And she had to save him because he couldn't use the car anymore because he crashed. Yeah. Like, it was just know, so ridiculous. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly, like, very sick. And he's, like, he can barely even see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it, just, it just makes no sense. Yeah, but, like, those moments, you know, like, the, the mm. one where he's driving when he's also fighting and he may as well just fight. Yeah. The moment where... Well, there's also the moment where he says, like, you're a doctor, your hands are for saving people, not killing them, and she takes... He takes her gun, but, like, that kind of oh, makes sense. yeah, that, that's because, like, she's a doctor, though. Like, yeah. Because I was watching... What's it called? I feel like a lot of the things where he's, like, he's fighting and then she's not fighting, I think what the Chinese were trying to go for, they just weren't subtle enough, was that, like... What's it called? Like, doctors have, like, their role and, like, soldiers have their own role. Because I don't think, like, Chinese have the same, like, stereotypes against women. Because I saw another Chinese movie very recently, The Wandering Earth. And this one, like, there's a bunch of, like, women just, like, in the military. And they're just, like, they're really cool. So, (laughs) I don't think Chinese people are against, like, women, like, fighting. Yeah. I think it's more just because in this movie she was a doctor. I agree, too, because there's also, like, he knows women can fight because he dated a woman who was in the military at one point in the movie and, or not one point in the in the first movie yeah ish right I don't know I, we didn't see the first movie I don't know where we're going at but yeah like I, I definitely agree with that where it's yeah. like that scene makes sense where it's like he meant to it more like you're a doctor mm. not you're a woman although at the same time I definitely see her points for like for example when he's driving when he's like really sick like there's no excuse for why she can't drive (laughs) he's perfectly healthy and then you're just driving it's not like you're escaping like you're trying to run away from some guys you're just like driving yeah (laughs) yeah that's that scene that that scene makes no sense um let's see I don't know there's like where were we 
I'd say the biggest cons of this movie are just its script, mm-hmm. like its writing, its plot, and this weird, like, slightly misogynistic tone at mm-hmm. times that rubs me the wrong way because it's like uh, it's not even misogynistic either. It's like it's very power fantasy, you know. Like, mm. I feel like if you project yourself on, you can like project yourself. I don't know. I'm stuttering over my words. Oh, let me okay. let me start over. Yeah, it feels like a self fulfilling fantasy where it's like mm-hmm. you can project yourself onto the wolf warrior, right? Because what's his personality traits that are, like, very specific to him? There's nothing really there. It's yeah. a lot of just, like, he's very prideful. He's very strong. He's very patriotic, patriotic yeah. and, like, nationalistic. Mm-hmm. Like, all these things are stuff that, like, the viewer can kind of project themselves onto. Oh, yeah. And it's almost like the whole point of the story was for people to project themselves onto him. Mm-hmm. And then they feel, like, better about themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But that's kind of a pet peeve I have because it almost feels like a shortcut, you know? It feels like uh-huh. I'm not going to write a fully fleshed out character because the audience will enjoy it because they see themselves and they just put their own character traits on the character and I don't need to write anything about them. Hmm. Yeah, I can I can see that point because I think what you're trying to say is that, like, he's kind of a very surface-level character mm-hmm. and then basically they don't, like, they don't go one way or the other. It's just kind of like a blank slate where you can... Yeah, See and like he's a blank slate specifically, so the audience can go like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I can be like this guy," and it's not necessarily one thing. It's not necessarily a yeah. bad thing from an audience perspective, but from a creating perspective, it's like it feels lazy, and it's even worse considering that the uh, the director is also the main actor who's also mm-hmm. perfect. Because then it, you know, it feels like he's just trying to live out his own yeah. fantasy almost. Okay, but let's let's be a little bit real here though, Theo. Like, I don't think this movie was meant for like, what's it called? It's not meant as like a yeah. It's not meant as like yeah. It's kind of just like a like a shoot 'em up like Rambo like just feel good after. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. Just like it, a very does, fun it has action like a, movie. Yeah, it has like an action yeah. movie like and almost then, like an 80s action movie yeah. vibe or just like a really strong character. It's like Chinese Rambo basically. I thought we were here with Chinese Tom Cruise. Or like the movie is like Chinese Rambo because like you know Rambo where you're just like shooting up the Vietnamese people and stuff. <laughs> that's true. So that's I'm like basically the reverse analogy. Like the Chinese people are saving the day. That's the best way I feel like I can describe this movie. Yeah. Basically, I believe that to make a good movie, it's like building a table. And then as long as you have enough legs, it doesn't matter if one is missing, as long as it still has enough to support itself. And in that respect, I think Wolf Warrior 2 is a very good example of this. That's, because that's a terrible analogy. Wait, <laughs> I'm I wouldn't want a three-legged table. I would, I would return that. Like, they're like, but it stands. And I'm like, yeah, but if I like put any pressure on the side without a leg, it's going to fall. Well, yeah, no, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is that, like, okay, take back the table analogy. It's like Jenga. If you have enough blocks, you can support the tower. But if you take out too many blocks, that's when a movie truly fails. Yeah. Right. Okay, like, sure, yeah. For example, like if there's a movie with like, mind-blowing special effects, but then everything else sucks, then like the movie's just going to fail. Right? Yeah. And then in that respect, I think Wolf Warrior has enough blocks to make it like a really good movie for me. Because it has the, has, like, the patriotism and like the, the spirit. And it has the, what's it called, the enthusiasm, has the action. And it's a very fun, it's a very fun movie throughout. And for that, for me, I think oh, combined with the emotional swells, I think for me personally, that overcomes the like the plot inconsistencies and stuff. Ah, uh, okay. So in that respect, I'm gonna I actually I think Wolf Warrior is like a masterpiece, in my eyes. Mm. I would give it personally a ten out of ten. But I know <laughs> Theo likes to have like objective rating, <laughs> so yeah, my objective rating for this movie is seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Wow. Which is huh. again, I'm gonna say like this is that's I would say that's really impressive for a Chinese movie because the special effects 
in terms of like action and stuff is actually like very close to being on par with like a like a Hollywood blockbuster, which is really impressive. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, well for me at least, I I, I see where you're going with the Jenga analogy, mm-hmm. but I think it's more like yeah, like a cake, right? Yeah. And then like the all you can have all the frosting you want, you can have all the toppings, right? But mm-hmm. if the foundation of the cake isn't very good. Like, uh-huh. if it's kind of like a dry cake or, like, a mushy cake or something, right, uh-huh. then it's not going to be, like, as enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like that's what this movie is. Like, I feel like they like put a lot of frosting on it, but then underneath all that, it's just, like, a cheap cake. Huh. Interesting. And, like, and but, like, you can kind of tell, like, people put a lot of effort into it. It's like an amateur chef, like, making mm-hmm. a cake, right? And, like, they have all these cool ideas in their head, and they're, like, yeah. putting all this cool stuff and, like, different ideas and interesting parts into the mix. And then, like, it's, but it's done with, like, a, without, like, a full understanding of how to bake a cake. Mm-hmm. So it just doesn't quite end up right. Hmm. And I think that's worth praise in its own way, you know? Like, I yeah. feel like they did try something new. They tried something interesting. Oh, definitely. And it has its own spice and flavor to this it. This is one of, like, the most ambitious really like, movies I've ever seen. I really like, like food analogies, if you can't yeah. tell. But like, yeah, it has mm. its own flavor to it, for sure. Like, Oh, yeah. It's like it's like an Asian Tom Cruise cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, a slightly cheap knockoff, but... <laughs> yeah, it's, like, a little off, but then it's, like, yeah. still pretty good, you know? Mm. It's like, um... I'm going too far in the analogy. It's like sponge cake. Sponge cake. You ever have sponge cake? It's like very airy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very airy and it's not very filling, but it tastes really good. Like a Twinkie. Really cheap. (laughs) Yeah. Like a Twinkie. No, it's like really good, really satisfying, really cheap. I feel you. Even though it's like really non-nutritious, it's just filled with air (laughs) and starch. And I don't know where I'm going with this. Six out of ten. Oh, solid, (laughs) solid. All right. Well, anyways, that was our review of Wolf Warrior Two. Any final thoughts? Maybe a five out of ten. No, no, six out of ten. Six out of ten. I'll give it a six. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I, I showed this movie to Theo, by the way. So I'm yeah. very, I'm very glad that he liked it. This yeah, is one of my all-time favorites. Enough. It was like it's definitely a movie where I'm not like regretting watching. Yeah. But it's not something I'm like ready to watch again mm-hmm. anytime soon. I feel you. Okay. Actually, no, I don't feel you on that part. Cause I, I've okay. Minor confession: I've watched this movie like at least twenty times. But, um, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Well, I think it's time to close this out. <clears throat> Anyway, yeah, this is uh, this has been in the studio with uh, Jared and Theo. Mm, yes. Yep. Thank you all for listening. Um, make sure to check out our uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, check out our SoundCloud. Check out SoundCloud. Um, there's also going to be some other podcasts on there by other people who you might also know and you might enjoy their oh, stuff. Oh yeah, cool podcasts. Um, but yeah, that's that's um, that's us. That's us. See you later. <laughs>